Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Now, Austin's number one fantasy sports show. It's the Wagner Wire, presented by Audiovisual Consultations. What would you say you do here? I am the eyes and ears of this institution, my friends. The manager of the baseball team. Little League? Fantasy League. He's worth a million in prizes. It's our fantasy baseball draft. Your fantasy what? The fantasy baseball. I told you all about this. Got Matsui. All your fantasy sports updates. It's a numbers game. Now, the host from the East Coast. Here's Wags. That was pretty classy. Father's Day, 1049-1019-AM1260. Stream this sucker live at hornfm.com. Every hour brought to you by audiovisual consultations. That is right. Streaming live, like we said, at hornfm.com. Also, find us on that app out there, baby. If you are not in Austin like I was, I was able to listen to the show yesterday, or last week, rather, because I had that Horn app. Go ahead and download that thing. You can get, get it at Apple Play Store or or the Apple Play Store, at the Google Play Store or at the Apple iTunes Store. Go ahead and download that sucker right now so you can listen to us. If you're leaving our Fairburg, by the way. Hey, welcome back to me, huh? Welcome back, <laughs> welcome back to you, man. Yeah. You guys did a fantastic job. Oh, man. Week. Thanks for you drove. You the... were one hell of a driver. A little rusty, but it's been a while. What are you talking about? I thought you were great. Oh, no, man. I appreciate it. You know, Good it... Champions League talk. Oh man! Well, obviously, it's easy when it's your team that wins. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you could definitely tell the excitement. I mean, it, it's not like you were going down on pepper. Dude, I, like that, but, I, yeah, I turned back the clock that day. Like I reached down deep, and I was like, "No." I have so many questions <laughs> to ask you because the last time we saw this from a Prem League or from a team from the Prem was the other Manchester squad. Yeah, it feels great. So it's so like I was gonna say like. I, the, the, is it mixed feelings for no. for the Premier League because or for for people in the Premier League, right? For other supporters in the Premier League, is it mixed feelings because the trouble was completed by a team or a club in the Premier? Do they do they look at it? Do do we look at it or do we approach it as people from like the SEC, where if somebody from the SEC does good, yeah, SEC, we all win. Bama wins, we all win. Oh, I, I think because that's kind of that's. I'm, I'm not down with that, by the way. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and there's always know. two types of fans, right? Sure. There's, there, there's there's more that, than just two types. Well, but. of course, of course, but it, just for like generality's sake, in this case, let's just kind of try to divide it in half at least. Okay. There's always going to be that fan that's just all about their squad. 
all about their team, right? And they don't care about anything else. Like, kind of like how I felt about the NBA Finals. It's like I watched, but I had like... You didn't enjoy the Finals? I mean, Jokic is Jokic, bro. That was awesome. No, you, I mean, we knew a, what was going to happen. We all knew we, that, we called, the gentleman, we called the gentleman the gentleman sweep. Like, we, yeah. we thought it was... I, I didn't think that they would get one away. I didn't think that Miami would win up No, I was I was very shocked by that. But it was just an off night for Denver that night. Easily, because their their defense Correct. just wasn't there. They, they weren't hitting shot. Like, they yeah. did not they didn't close but out. They couldn't I mean, close. Real quick, at least on this subject, it's like, yeah, Jamal Murray. I was like, welcome back. Buddy. Welcome back. Healthy finally shows like what we've, what they were missing. That two man game. And it's, you can't even say it's the two, like they do have a two man game between he and, and Jokic. But my God, step outside of that. Look at Aaron Gordon. Yeah, I was just about to okay. say, dude. Look I, at look at Porter Jr. Yeah, and we, and, and we and knew they had big we, shots. We were in. Um, Matt Southall used to work here, and he would he covered Michael Porter Jr. to a T. Like he was all over this guy, and we all that's why we all knew like Michael Porter Jr. was going going to be fantastic. Um, he was just injury prone, and once he was able to put it all together and stay on the floor. You knew this was going to happen. So shout out to Matt Southall, too. He never gets much credit, but I wanted to give Mr. <laughs> Southall some credit. Yeah, I mean, if you if he called it, you know. That's oh, he, def- the- he was all over it. All that- over, man. He used to have uh, uh, Winhurst, Brian Winhurst on, on the show, on his show, too. Oh. Talking about, oh, yeah, man. The, the LeBron reporter. The LeBron, the, the, what he is known for and the... <laughs> Here's a question. Yeah. See, this is like Here's a, a question. This is a very visual show. Sometimes I feel like we do need those cameras. We, what, on. I mean, the cameras are coming. Trust me, guys. <laughs> the cameras are coming. Anyways, happy Father's Day to all the kings out there. Um, is is I've been trying to think of the best father son tandem in sports, and really the only one that resonated with me was the Griffies. Oh, okay, good, good. I was going to say you better say Griffies. Yeah, I mean that was. <laughs> And I, I think the storyline for LeBron and Bronning to play together is very possible. Oh yeah, we've had that conversation I think before, but I, and, like, and, I really and people I, people have people, before people have shoved it away like it'll never happen. Bronny's not that good. Bronny's hype went up this past year, and LeBron has been able to. Oh, almost spilled that. Uh, that would get. <laughs> you know, we're trying to get a sponsor, but it's coming. Um, we don't want to make a mess of that. Uh, but no, LeBron is is obviously kept his his body so well in high regards. Like he he is he is a physical specimen, right? Can he can he grind out four more decent years? And when I say when I say grind out, I don't mean just like be a number in the league. I mean like be a leader, like he okay. still is doing in the league. Well. I was going to say, you're going to use the word decent, and I was going to be like, well, decent for who? Decent for the average NBA player or decent for LeBron? Because That's it was a like, good question. Those are two completely different dynamics. Well, I would say decent for LeBron because oh, you know LeBron's, uh, LeBron's standard is he, – he the reason why he is so great is because he holds himself in such a high regard, a high standard, and that's what all the greats do. Speaking of greats, we got to talk about Jordan. We got to talk about Jordan a little bit. Like we'll we'll get into the conversation. We also got Keenan Allen coming on in the uh, eleven o'clock hour to talk about the NFL or NFL the NBA draft. Uh, we got the NBA draft coming up this week. We'll we get a pre- preview on that and a a little bit of a breakdown analysis from Mister Keenan Womack. We also got Al Walsh coming on in the second hour. Oh, good. Yeah, Mister Walsh coming back. Bayonne's own baby. Got um, some questions about this week. There you go. There you go. But yeah, I'm, I'm so I'm thinking <laughs> that like, was the best thing about Champions League wags. 
I was going. <laughs> you heard the story, right? Yeah. In the hole, coming back, hitting with that man of the match prediction, and and congratulations. The goal. Oh man, that one felt good. I was all like, "What was a- your final? What was your final takedown on that?" Oh well, I was in the hole already going in. So I, I know, could- but. The- like what did that? Excuse me. What did that salvage you from? If you don't mind. I wasn't down that okay, deep already right. going in. It wasn't a tie hole. No, no. Right. I, I didn't have to climb out of like you know from the bottom of the caverns or anything like that to to escape this rut. It was just like I like trying to play with house money. You know. No, for sure. I mean, everybody. Does. <laughs> a lot on the docket today. Uh, Bob Huggins in the news. In the news for DUI. Um, resigned from WVU last night. Oh, he ended up resigning. Yeah, he ended up resigning his uh, his head coaching position. I'm kind of surprised by that. I honestly thought he would have kept his job regardless. Well, I mean, how many has he had? Like, I I think I know is... he had a run in at Cincinnati. Like, I know I'm pretty sure he had a DUI at Cincinnati. I got to double check on that. But uh, when he came, what was this DWI? This was a DUI driving under the influence. Just okay. a few weeks ago, remember he was on that radio show using using slurs on the air. So yeah. it's it's been. It's been a couple things in the last few yeah. weeks. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know about that one. He hasn't exactly been an upstanding. Did you see the number? I know he's an, I know he's the number one leading No, head. the 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 breathalyzer number. Oh yeah, to, uh point point two, two ten, one. or yeah. Yeah, point point two, like, point two over twice the leading. God, I swear I went to the University of Texas. Point two ten. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, point two one. Um yeah, that's uh Well, I mean the zero is a given, right? That's when that's you're going da- by point. That's just absolutely dangerous. Um that's no regard for anyone else. Um I I, I can't stand that crap. Like I, I really get and this is coming from a guy that's had two DUIs uh before I was twenty one. Dang. Yeah. Uh I learned the hard way. Thankfully, I did not take anyone's life. Yeah. Um, my license was taken from me for a long time. <laughs> I got it back, thankfully. Um, I learned a lesson. I had, you know, I was in the military without, you know, without a license for a while. And, dude, there was, you know, be responsible out there. By, please, by all means, be responsible. And that's why I'm a champion for it these days. Like, um, we, we there's there's way too many available options for you to get home safe. Yeah. Like, way too many options. If you're going to spend some money that night, go ahead and just take the extra 40. <laughs> please. Please. Man. Um, And then, you know, I kind of had, well, I don't think it was just my idea. Uh, I think there was probably a lot of other, you know, ideas out there. But I was just like, well, what if, you know, to, to help our Marines or help, you know, what if we had like a, you know, like a, a fund or whatever to, to call cabs or whatnot. And this was before, like... This was before, like, um, Uber and stuff like that. Like, you actually had to call the cab. Or I mean, still not a bad idea. No, but, I mean, like, you would have fun. You know what I mean? You would have funds. And there's not much money in the military from enlisted. So I'm pretty sure, like, the funds came from, like, the officer side of the house. Yeah. I'm assuming. Um, but, yeah, we would have we would have funds to where you would call the duty hut and be like, hey, I'm, I'm wasted. I need, to, I need somebody to come pick me up. Now, there's a catch side to that. You'd go in the book, you know what I mean, as a... Uh, this guy was out, you know, painting one, painting the town white. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you tie one off, and uh, you, you know, sure enough, you'd probably get a talking to, but it, at least you got home safe. You know what I mean? And that's, but, but to that though, to that point, that was make a little bit, you know, Marines a little bit more reluctant to get in the book though because they were gonna get talked to. But still, it was a good idea. I thought it was a good idea. Anyways, man, anytime you can keep anybody safe, it's 
safe with a little bit of fear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, just strike that in there. But anyways, Bob Huggins, be better. Be be better, man. Um, thankfully, me, everyone is alive. You let know, me that's, ask you that's this about Huggy Bear over here. Most winningest coach, I believe, in, in men's basketball. Well, was. No, no longer. That's what I was going to ask. Given his age and, you know, and according to Jack, you know, his current issues as well that were documented prior to this. Uh, have we seen the end of his coaching career altogether? Oh, he's, yeah, he's done. Or is he going to wait, 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 or wait, wait, or is he going to pop up somewhere like not necessarily another D1 program, but, you know, somebody at D2 or D3, I think, will always take a big name head coach no matter the circumstances. I think considering his age, I think Huggins is done. I mean, look at the line. Look at the – well, just look at the trends and what his actions were going through the past couple of months. It, you know, that kind of tells me that he's done. You know, he like – I don't want to suggest bad things, but, I mean, he's not exactly <laughs> living the best life, <laughs> right? I mean, if you're – I don't know. If you're drinking and driving, you you got more issues – uh, to find for yourself. Oh yeah, easily. Like you, you're you're in a hole somewhere. You're probably looking at looking at demons, you know, straight in the face. I think you gotta have a re- recollection with yourself, man. But again, you know, we're not all perfect. Who the hell am I to judge? Um, speaking about judgment, we need to go back into the little Champions League discussion here, um, because I guess we can finally put a, a bow on this bad boy between Messi and Ronaldo. As who are the uh, who's the the actual ultimate victor, in in terms of the comparison between these two? Uh, maybe. What do you mean, maybe? I don't Explain. know. I neither one's career is truly not, over. Correct, but like, do you think it's? Do you think they're 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 dwindling I, down? I, I, yeah, if this is. I mean, what was ma- that? The first Champions League, like in twenty years or something like that. that Without them, yeah, or sixteen to twenty, somewhere around there. It was in the double digits, and I was do definitely. Do you think they impressed. ever get back to? Do you think either of them ever get back to Champions League? Or excuse me, um, a Champions Final, a Champions Final, a Champions League Final. Yeah, I mean, given Messi's age, if there's no injuries, and after his stint in MLS, if Barcelona finds the funds, I think they will have him back and just to have him, and I'm pretty sure he would take it, you know, because he wanted to go back anyways. It just didn't pan out. With with the welcoming home with Barcelona, how much longer does he stay in the league? Because it's like you talked about with LeBron. Like, at at what point does he say that he's playing at his standard? I mean, he's already completed soccer. If you're if you're looking at like, like video like, game what, achievements, like, he's already completed he, the entire he, game. What is he playing? What's left to play for? There is nothing else to play for except for money. So does he maybe move into a front office position? I, it, you know, that's a great question. I'm not sure how much he desires. Because of course coaching. he doesn't. Of course he doesn't want to leave the game, right? Or I don't, see, I don't, I don't know. know that though. Just, I, I I can't say that, but yeah. I would I would think to myself like if I'm if soccer has been that much into my life, how. How would I be able to live without it? You know what I mean? Like if, or if any, not just soccer, if anything has been that much a part of you for your life, like how are you able to part with it? Are you able to, are you able to set it on a shelf and just look at it and be like, man, that's, 
That's some awesome hardware. I mean, because the memories are still every piece of hardware has a memory with it, and then it just trickles down memory. You yeah, just but, goes down the avenue of, of approach with memories. But Messi has a whole house of that. One hundred percent. Not even just like a room, 100%, but a house. But I mean, but my my <laughs> question is, a lot of people have difficulty letting that go, detaching from that. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I I I think at that juncture, it's just like World Cup champion, been the best player in the world multiple times. I mean, multiple times. Has every trophy now that he could possibly win, everything from a FIFA Club World Cup. I mean, the only thing that he did not do, if you want to be, and, and this is where you have to give Ronaldo credit, is like Messi never competed in what, and it's because of more recent history, but it, Messi never competed in what would be described as the best league in the world against mm. the best squads, the most physical squads. On those cold and rainy days. I would have liked to see Messi in the prem. Yeah, I think he wore tore him apart anyways. Right. But just the physicality, you know. I mean, just look at what he does with the ball. I mean, if you go and, and look at the assists comparison between Ronaldo and Messi, it's it's leaps and bounds Messi, right? Messi still takes Ronaldo in goals in some categories. He like like I'll pull I'll pull the stats up here in, in a couple of minutes, but um or when we go to break, but like to to your point, he would he dominate in Premier League? He would absolutely torch Premier League. Like Messi has been able to torch any field, any pitch field that he has been on. He has always been the best on the field. And when you want to talk comparisons, if it's you know if it's Ronaldo or Messi for me, one I think it's kind of like comparing Jordan to LeBron. I think they're two different positions. They're clearly in their latter years, they were two two different positions. Ronaldo started losing a little bit of a step and he could only play up front instead of on the wing, right? Where Messi, Messi has always been in phenomenal shape. He's, his fitness level's been supreme and he's been able to, you know, control and dominate the midfield. He's also younger. So like he is uh, just- What, two years? Like- Two years, three years? Like out. three to four. So he's just kind of edging into like his mid thirties. So like, you know, his fitness levels are still going to be pretty good naturally, but there's, but they've already peaked and it's just on the downslope. And then- Cristiano, you you think about it. I mean, that guy is kind of like a Terrell Owens type, where or Jerry but Rice. But he's, no, he's no Zlatan, and Zlatan <laughs> will tell you that. Oh well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, that's, but but that's but, the joke. but when it comes to physical training, though, he he reminds me of a Jerry Rice. Oh yeah, he's, or Terrell Owens, somebody that's always going to be in his peak regiment, condition. His regiment's fantastic. Peak. And I'm shape. not. I am not taking anything away from Ronaldo. It's when you, when you're simply saying that your team Messi over Ronaldo, that is no slight or slap to, <laughs> to Ronaldo. That's just Messi's just that much greater, in my opinion. Uh, and and when you say that much greater, it's really not. It's we're talking increments. We're really talking increments, man. But they all that. But all those increments add up. Yeah, I, I mean, it's because Messi won the World Cup. <laughs> For me, it's just like once you once you that's, get that. So that's your ultimate decider is the is that piece of hardware. I mean, right there, there was very little to split the difference between them. Ronaldo walked away with the European Championship. Even you know, we all go back. He got her in that match. So what? You know, he got them there. Without them, they don't get that. So he wins that. That's essentially like the WWE Intercontinental Championship. You know, it's like it's the next best thing that you can have to the world title. And then Messi gets his own continental championship because they they win the South American tournament, right? Right. For the first time. 
with him. So it was like his first major trophy with Argentina. And then finally, he wins the ultimate prize, the, the World Cup. And it was like, okay. The most coveted piece. Yeah. And I mean, you know, Ronaldo, I, can you imagine the anger, the the narcissistic anger yeah. that had to be taking place? Or maybe, you know, if he's a friend, you know. Yeah, who knows? Thanking, I mean, I don't, you're, you're I don't know him personally. Let me, right? let me give you these stats, all right? Um, top scorers in history of the European leagues. Lionel Messi, 496. Cristiano Ronaldo, 495. Okay, and I found this on uh, BR Football on Instagram, all right? Top scorers in the history of Champions League. Cristiano Ronaldo, 140. Lionel Messi, 129. Goals in domestic cups. Lionel Messi, 56. Cristiano Ronaldo, 45. Goals in domestic super cups. Lionel Messi, 15. CR7, 6. Goals in all comps for European clubs. Cristiano Ronaldo, 715. Lionel Messi, 704. And again, these numbers could be skewed because of where they played, clubs that they played, and leagues that they played in. Assist in all comps for European clubs. This is the stat. Lionel Messi, 303. Cristiano Ronaldo, 203. Consider where they play on the pitch, however. Okay? Yeah, I mean... Assist in Europe. Assist in a European league. Lionel Messi, 222. Cristiano Ronaldo, 140. Trophies for European clubs. Lionel Messi, 38. Cristiano, Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo, 32. I'm Team Messi, man. I mean, it's easy to just decide one way. I, I want to go Team Ronaldo still. I still think Cristiano. I know you do, and I, I feel it coming it's out. It's like, of yeah, Messi's a great player. But, I mean, like, at the peak when Cristiano was, like, putting in bangers, you know, we were seeing stuff that just were lighting up the Premier League. I don't know. There's just something I think that's special about lining up the best league in the world, going against the best day in and day out. You don't get that in La Liga. Premier is my favorite league as well. And I really wish I would have seen Messi in that league torching it, but yeah, but I, I, I didn't. I don't need to see Messi in that league the, to know that he would have torched. But it's up. also more games. What? That's just it. And I'm like, I, I understand Messi's always going to be the better naturally talented guy. I'm not taking that away from him, but it's just all like, I would have loved to have seen him prove it on those soggy pitches in England. You know, weekend, week out, having to instead compete, of the finer weather in Spain, yeah, and having to compete you know, against Ludentown or something like that in the <laughs> FA Cup and see if he could win the treble that way because obviously it was very difficult for any English team to win the treble. It hadn't been done since United. And now City, now, and, and that's what makes to, it so... To, it was, this, to this next point before we go to break real quick, um, Manchester City has been the first club since Manchester United to capture the highly coveted treble in soccer. Uh, or football. Yeah, anybody, any club would love to have a treble. Um, 100%. Uh, wh- do you remember watching, or are are you old enough to have a vivid memory of the run that Manchester United went on? Yeah, I am. And I've seen to, con- highlight- to complete this. Yeah, and I've, I've seen this in highlights and stuff. And, and, I mean, that is like the squad. That 99 squad was completely loaded. And it's like, yeah. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you think that squad was more loaded than this squad? That that city has because this is this is probably the, the most ultimate club I've ever seen assembled. I mean, yeah, I, 
And, mm-hmm. and remember, I mean, you're talking to a guy from you're talking to a Chelsea guy, a guy that has nothing has had nothing but uh, Jose Mourinho's yeah, but, you know look, influence. I'm going to I'm going to say this. So I should we not saw, like Pep. I should not like Pep, but I I admire Pep. I Pep think, can build, man. I think that you might have a bit of like a a Holland fanboyness. Oh, I'm I'm all. And there's over nothing wrong this. with that. I'm all over but, the Viking. Are you kidding me? But after the last two Champion League's matches, the final and the semifinal, and I hate saying this, but it's, but it's true. I think Prime Real Ferdinand bodies the hell out of Holland. And he stands no chance because he was ineffective in the last two matches. Like he was more of like a decoy piece because they took him out. They made sure to be physical with him. They showed the blueprint on how to stop him. Or is that and, Pep and, and utilizing? Is that Pep utilizing all of his pieces? No, man. He 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 tried to finish. Didn't get strikes. Okay. Never got good. Never, could never get good. Never got open. Take, that still doesn't take away from no phenomenal season. I mean, he completed not 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 with not with Holland. That still doesn't take away from how high of a caliber club that city is. Oh no, definitely not. I mean, I'm the city. My man. question, I mean, my <laughs> my question was: Is city like is city is city's treble run better than United's treble run? And I'll say, here's what I'll say. I'll say no. I'll say no because United had to do it in such an impression in emphatic uh, example. You know what I mean? He, they had to do it emphatically. They had to come back. They had to do it. Very, it, it had to be very dramatic. I mean, hell, it's uh, it's um, God, I can't think of the dude's name. So, um, Beckham Ferguson. No, 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 no. no. Uh, I can't think of the guys. Ryan uh, Griggsy. It's Griggsy's goal. Oh uh, yeah, it's yeah, Giggsy's goal at the la- it's Giggsy's goal at the last minute. You know to to give him the surge, man. Um, where to me it felt like City had this. I mean, oh, like they kind of cakewalked like, through it. I wouldn't say cakewalk, but it was definitely theirs. I like I, they were controlling. They were controlling the narrative. They were writing the story. Not, the, the pen was in their hand the entire nece- time. No, 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 no. Not necessarily. You have to remember that Arsenal was ahead of the Premier League, and they had to play catch up, and they had to, and they still had those. You're really, games. you're really, we're really having this question. You really, you really had a belief that Arsenal was going to do it. We, we, of course we talked, not. Exactly. We but, knew that the Gunners were going to Gunner. Yeah, Sorry, exactly. Phil, yeah. We love you. Yeah, yeah. We all knew, we knew that, that. We knew Arsenal was going to Arsenal. We all knew that that was a possibility, a really strong one, and that it was going to happen regardless, right? But the fact that it still remained, the whole season wasn't in question until like <laughs> two weeks out. It's Correct. just that like we've seen how dominant they were My point. on full scale. But I mean, th- there was way more dramatics than than the average viewer. My point, think. and this is coming from a supporter of a London club, is that Manchester City. This this Manchester City squad that won the treble might be the best team that I've ever seen assembled. Oh, easily, easily. They had pieces to swap in and out. I mean, they could deal with any problem. I mean, you saw Saturday, you saw the Bruyne go down in the final, and all they did was usually just, that. Usually, that's a panic. You know yeah, what I mean? That's, I, oh, hey, is he ready? Oh, I was disappointed, but then it's like, oh, you got Phil Foden. Ridiculous. He'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> throw Phil. What? A, throw Foden in there. What a sub. Yeah, he can play pretty much anywhere up front and along the wings. It's like, yeah, man. And he had All that right. beautiful touch and turn. I was like, not yeah, the best dude. game, but he performed well he enough. Did, did well enough. Exactly. Uh, we got to take a break. We're way overdue. Um, Jack's looking at me cross-eyed here. Uh, hey, we'll, when we come back, we'll continue this talk. I also want to talk about Michael Jordan. Um, one hell of a killer. He did it on the court, and he did it in the 
goddamn financial ring as well, man. Uh, don't go nowhere. It's uh, it's the Wagner Wire. 1049-1019-AM1260, streaming live at hornfm.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Wagner Wire, 1049 1019 AM 1260, streaming live at hornfm.com. This is my favorite part of the show. I was just telling, I was whispering sweet nothing in Jack's ear. You guys can't hear it. And this is why we need cameras too. We can see like the actual hype that Jack gets us going. But like the, the bumps, baby. The bumps, Jack. That's the best part of the show. Like that's what I'm here for. That gets my nipples hard. <laughs> That gets my goose pimples standing up on the arms, or goose bumps, goose pimples, whatever y'all call it. I go bumps. Bumps? You say pimples? I've heard of I've heard of Is that like a Northeast thing? I don't know. I know the British say, like, goose flesh, and I hate goose, that. Goose, goose flesh? Flesh is a creepy word. Yeah. Perfect for this flesh. song, though. Now I got you, Jack. Now I think about that part of the, now I got you. Of the wall where they fall into, like, the meat grinder. Who he got? Happy Father's Day! Thank you. He's the Boohee guy. Wishes us Happy Father's Day. Well, you. Well, I mean, I have no kids that I know. You guys of. don't have kids. I'm hoping not. Hmm? Jack, you don't have kids yet. No, no, not yet. Good choice. I got Good a dad choice. though. There you go. Yeah, I, I, I do too. Happy Father's so, Day, Dad. You're listening. The message out there, and Happy Father's Day to all you kings. Um, there's a you know, this tough little message here that could be a tough little message but it's it's um heartfelt nonetheless um and this is this is to encourage everyone out there who is a father to be an awesome father um i'm sure we're doing our best to be dads um to be the the greatest dads that we can be um but remember you know what the the ultimate responsibility of this job is you know what i mean and we don't the message shouldn't be for our children to live for us. You know what I mean? The message should be that we live for our children. Um, the ultimate the ultimate job of, or the ultimate uh, blessing of being a dad is the fact that you can instill, you know, the ultimate message and instill legacy in, in, your, in your, you know, your spawn, your offspring. You know what I mean? And then see that come to fruition. Um, it's the ultimate retribution. It's the ultimate payback. When you see that come to light and it, it take place, uh, you and I just I don't know my message. Uh, 
you're here for your kids. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it should not be you live for the father. The father should live for the son. See, and I totally acknowledge that. And that's why I don't have any kids. I'm too selfish still. (laughs) Just being honest, man. It's true. That's a, it's like, we were talking about that song. It's like, I don't need no education. It's like, no, I'm educated. But, you know, I didn't think it through financially wise where I was like, oh, I wanted a job in radio. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to get paid, man. Oh. It was looking great until the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're still here. We're still here. But anyways, happy Father's Day. All you kings. Um, thank you guys for being great dads. That's truly. And uh, I want to thank my dad. And, um. For doing good, and uh, you know, the man that raised me though is no longer here. So I wish I was able, always able to to say Happy Father's Day to to that guy. So, anyways, um, yeah, Happy Father's Day, Kings. All right, now to the other Father's Day conversation that we opened up this the show with. Like besides the Griffies, I don't have any other recollection of father son okay so we can go like that play together or just like good tandems in general like the halls and no no i can't i mean well that's that's clear that's obvious like i know of i know of father son tandems that have played in sports before yeah like the bonds and stuff like i mean my god um but yeah i think there's there's no others yeah that's a very easy conversation but but live play actual play together it's only, it's only been griffy i mean right? it's so difficult to do i mean you have to have, you have like a you have to achieve two decades of talent <laughs> you have to be Elite good, you have to be good enough to hang around on a pro squad for two decades that is nuts that is, so okay but okay, uh, if this happens if this happens and lebron is able to play with with Bronny, now look i'm not saying that he's gonna be better than mj dagnabbit but look it's one hell of an achievement Right, it's still never been seen. It's unprecedented. No one's seen that in the NBA. No one's seen that in the association before. We've had a <clears throat> father-son coach duo, Doc Rivers, when he and, was the head of the cl- coach yeah, of the Clippers. Yeah, but, they, but, but Doc ain't the out there like above the rim. It's what we got. Oh, he's a coach at the time. <laughs> correct, correct, Jack. No, I feel you. Thank. Well, thank you for bringing that. Like, thank you for for removing all the red tape. I appreciate that and in full transparency. But yes, yeah, so yes, it did happen. <laughs> So, this would like Bronny and LeBron would be unprecedented, correct? Nothing else. Expo- or, okay, baseball is one thing, and not well, comparing you know, apples. We're comparing apples and oranges because now, Michael Jordan tr- left basketball. Now that I think about it, now that I think about Wags, I mean there was Bruno and David Sarmentino. Oh, wrestlers, okay. All okay. right, you had Rick okay. and you had David Flair both competing at the same time. I have to you take had that Randy one hundred percent, one hundred percent, and Cowboy Ace. They were competing. They had tacti- Oh, the Guerreros. I mean, the dad all the way through the brothers. I mean, choose. I was like, yeah. I mean, those look. I know, not not necessarily. It's sports entertainment. No, it, no, but it's still but, athleticism. But it's still very it's athletic a, to continue to do that, Look, like in your fifties and sixties. Ha- <laughs> did we not talk about wrestling as a sport when the pandemic? Oh happened? yeah, the, okay. The so MTV guess factor. what? So wrestling's a sport. Okay, wrestling is classified as a sport in my book. I mean, we're gonna probably be having it in the books here pretty soon. I will so. not bet on it. <laughs> I will not bet on it. But it is a sport. You say that now, but I, I have a lot of you know. Smash? Smash? That's where I would be the expert to be able to Smash? talk us through this one. You're not, no, you are not, no toxicity. Dude, I didn't think I would be placing anything on soccer because, you know, I'm, I'm like, I was kind of new to it and all There's that There's no jazz, way in hell I'm but... betting on, mark, mark the tape, there's no way in hell that I am betting 
on wrestling. Now I see she's no chance on. Did you oh, hear uh, some sports book is putting odds on the Special Olympics now? You can oh bet on the Special God. Olympics. Is it, which is worse, betting oh on God. a scripted thing or betting on the Special Olympics? We're which really going to have Jimmy out here. We're really going to have, or uh, what was um Johnny Knoxville's character? We're really going to have the ringer out here. Is no, this... I don't think that would ever happen. Jesus, don't are you kidding me? You think very highly of our society. You think you were going to see that the uh, was it that <laughs> episode of South Park with Eric Cartman? Justin, was it him who did that? Just if if just it's, to dominate if, it's, to get the medal? if the idea's been out there, if the idea's been written before, more than more than one person has had this in their mind. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I I I just. I mean, like somebody really going to try to pull that off? Like at the you at the, can't t- see at the hi- Ty trying at, to, to at the get, highest level. I can see Ty doing anything to get his payday at the end of the week. Can't I mean, if he's in the hole, you know, going in. <laughs> he's in the hole. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess that's the only yeah. reason why you would get into this predicament. Like, why would? Why else would you think about you know ringing, ringing the Special Olympics, like the ringer? Way to go, Jack. I mean, yeah, I guess if even... Way to put us down that avenue. Way to go, <laughs> Jack. If Juventus was, you know, susceptible to being bribed to to take take a fall, I guess that could happen it's anywhere. It's all Jack's fault. It's all Jack's fault. And he just sits there and takes it on the chin. He just That's why that's why he's my guy. He just, yep. Yep. You're going to go far in this business, Jack. You're going to go real far. I'm good at getting yelled at. I don't. I don't yell at you. I don't you're yell right, at you. You're right. You're right. People, the people on this I, side of the business are very nice. You. The, the horn staff you. is very kind. Very kind. Very kind. Well, all right. Yeah. So that would be it. Uh, back to the father son tandem. It would definitely be. It would, for me to see LeBron and Bronny do this would be the ultimate father son duo. I mean, yeah, Griffey. You can you can say that there were other athletes involved in sports. Uh, you know, the Griffies were probably the most iconic because it was one of the, the power four sports. Um, but this would be the ultimate father-son tandem. But what happens? I guess the next question, if if he is, if LeBron's durable enough to play with Bronny, if he is durable enough to play with Bryce, if Bryce gets there, God, what? Now that is a, that is a fam, family I mean, dominant. I mean, Gordy Howe did it. Because right now when I think of the NBA family, I don't know why, but I think of the berries. Which berries? Like the the Drew Barry, Brett Barry, like because they've oh, all the, those like, berries. Yeah, like they've um because he had all the kids generational. They've had generational talent in there. Um, but now when I think of the NBA family, I'll I'll think of the Jameses. Well, I mean, it has to happen first. There's no guarantees. Correct. I mean, Bronny but it is, looks like it's on. It looks like it's on the trajectory. That's I mean, for sure. I think it will happen as long as LeBron has the drive to continue to take care of himself. So you think? It's done. Bronny's going to get in. I mean, he still has to be able to play at the NBA level. I don't think he just gets a pass because the roster spots in the NBA are just so much more. For sure, 100, but his game was elevated. His game is... Oh, yeah, he's way better than I think that people think he is. But I think people hate on him because he's Bronny. Well, of course, but the first thing is that he's going to get, and he's always had this, is the comparison to his dad. That's kind of hard to, you know. That's a hard shadow to, to shed. Yeah. I mean, very few players, but you talk about the Griffies. I like, I think that's what holds it in such high regard is that not only did they play together, but the son ended up being better well, than the dad. And that was my next, I love this because that was my next question. Is like, is there any way possible that any of these young men surpass their father? 
I will say, one, they shouldn't have to. They should be able to be players on their own merits. But I agree with you 100%, but you you understand that yes. our, our industry will not let that Oh, happen. that would be our first question, you know, the first game they played together also. So don't worry about it. I mean, we're going to have to have a take on this too. But I just wanted to preface. It's like sometimes we're just so one-sided, you know, I, I, I like to preface. It's like, no, I thought it through, you know. They're, right. they're, they're regular people too. It's like, uh, kind of, it's like a baby Gronk, you know. Is he going to turn out like Todd uh, Maranovich? I don't know. It depends on the how strict that regimen is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but like um, when it comes to LeBron's kids, it's like we already seen it with Jordan's kids, and I think they got traded unfairly because it's like, oh, these Michael Jordan's kids, they should be so good. And it's like, okay, well, these are Bronny, these are LeBron's kids, they should be excellent. And it's just like there's no guarantees. Okay, so but like obviously he's a good player. He earned his way into college, got that scholarship to USC. I think he's going to be really good. I remember seeing him seeing him even as a freshman. I think he's going to be fantastic. Yeah, and he wasn't the starter for those Sierra Canyon teams, but when he got on, you know, he could ball. So I'm just like, yeah, I think I think he makes it. I don't know for how long or how long he gets to occupy a spot, but we'll see. I do think the younger son Bryce, I think he's he might be physically, I think he's physically got the tools just yeah. uh, he's got He's more built like LeBron. He's 6'4", 180, and he's, he's a he's, sophomore in high school. Yeah. I guess he's going into his junior year. Yeah, like he, he looks yeah, – man, I I can relate because, like, I'm the short one. My little brother is the tall one. So I was just like, it's all good. I, I am the biggest <laughs> – one of the biggest in my family. Oh, for real? In that, and I'm not that big. But see, like, it's kind of messed up. Like, I had the growth spurt. Like, I was one of those kids that was 12 and just, like, towering over everybody else. And then, like, all of a sudden, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have that late growth spurt. It's all good. It's going to happen <laughs> again. You know, I'll hit that six-foot marker. Easy. No problems. It's like it was It was predicted, like, even by the pediatrician. <laughs> Man, that dude. Yeah, somebody somebody either gave me the ojo or, like, you know, jinxed me on the way up. But, yeah, just stopped. So I was just like, you're lucky. <laughs> well, you still look great, man. Hey, what do we got for Smasher Pass? You want to give me a tease? Yeah, it's, uh, I'm wearing the jersey. Gotcha. You can see my nipples through gotcha. it because it's so tight. Cutting, cutting glass here. Cutting glass. But hey, it does get... have that USMT mark on it. So yes, we'll talk about that. Don't go there. We got the guy on the other side of the glass. Going to take you in and off these audio radio airwaves. <laughs> Every hour brought to you by Audiovisual Consultations. That's right, baby. It's good to be back. Looking at you right now, Austin. Looking out these windows at you. and I'll be honest, man. I didn't want to sit sexy. in your chair. Oh, man, you look great. I didn't, want to, I didn't want to sit in your chair. Why not? I made, I made Ty sit in your chair. I fart in this thing so <laughs> bad. Like, I wonder if it just smells like me. I don't even want to know, man. No, I'm kidding. I was going to say, if uh, if Shay was sitting in that chair, it might. <laughs> I'm kidding. Shay, it was good to hear Shay on here, too. We got to have Shay, if you are listening, you are welcome back anytime, my friend. Yeah, thanks for coming on. You guys had a great show. 
fun show. Um, oh, it was just good to have fun. It's good to it's good to look in. Just you know what I mean? It's it's really cool to be from the outside looking in to see like, man, I, this I created this in college. Yeah, you man. I mean, I mean, like, like, what kinda, the hell is going on here? You kind of left us like the book. It's like, oh, no, here's guys, the manual. You guys just got to follow man. the outline. It's pretty easy. You guys had it, man. You guys are great. Just um, have to play connect the dots. Excellent People driving. Good. Excellent driving. Can you drive us to Smasher Pass? Yeah. Stick shift, right? Uh, yes. It's uh, six speeds, rather. Six nice. speeds. I can drive a clutch. Oh, Jack! Jack's gonna be we heavily invested. Can we get Jack written into this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really, seriously, like trying to get this redone. It's just been. Hey guys, about, I'm here. Ah, uh, Sam. Sam, right there. We need. I love that Sam. Jack. I love Sam, but we need Jack's name right there. Yeah, I, Jack, you're playing. By the way, do you know that? Cool. Cool. Yeah. That's, oh yeah. And um, all of you at give home. Give me like a Robert Downey Jr. Um, I want to change it all up. Oh, yeah. I want to change it all up. You know, um, trying to come up with some new concepts. All about it. Sure. Yeah, I like change. And uh, for all of you playing at home, I I think you're going to be really interested in this first one. Just not all at once. Just just gradual change is okay. Yeah, gradual change is fine. All right. Not all at once. But uh, for all of you all playing at home, you can text on the text uh, on the Specs text line 512-337-3776. And the reason I say that is because I think you guys may have some feelings about this one. So, Wags, young, I'll start young with you. Young James is 6'6", six, six, by the way. Bryce James is 6'6". Six, six. A texter chimes in. 247's got to update his profile now. Yeah. 247, <laughs> let's throw go. him over the bus. Where's Jeff Howe? <laughs> Jeffrey! I was going to say Jeff can get that updated for you. Uh, so... Greg Berhalter has been rehired okay. by the United States men's national team. Is that why team. your nipples are hard? No. Okay. It's just because it's cold in here and the okay. shirt's super tight. It's the player edition jersey. Don't ask me what I think you're going to ask me. <laughs> this is why we need to have video so people would understand. Don't ask me what I think. But, so, so I, Greg I Berhalter. I want to be nice today. It's a Father's Day. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm playing along. Okay. <laughs> so Greg Berhalter rehired by the United States men's national team, just like uh, the the Who song, you know, old boss, the new boss, same as the old boss. Smash. I, that was more about politics, though. Yeah, I think U.S. the United States uh, Soccer Federation is all about politics. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why we're here. But let me ask you this: Smash Touché. or pass? Touche. On... We, we need that drop. We need that Wilf. Um... Touche. Who? What is that? Is it is Ben that, Stiller? No, it's Ben Stiller. That's not Will Ferrell. It's Bill Dodgeball? Ben Stiller. It's the, touche. Touche. Yeah. Man. Nobody makes me bleed my. You seen Dodgeball, Jack? Jack, oh, yeah. Jack, you seen okay. Dodgeball? I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. You guys don't just sit around and watch Nobody. TBS. You guys have the internet. You know? Jack, I want you to think of some cool sounders that we can. <laughs> more more work, Jack, as I ask you this question coming up, too. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> but, yeah. but, but, Wag, smash or pass on the United States men's national team rehiring Greg Berhalter to be the head coach. <sighs> Grant, okay, so he he steadied the ship. He did get him to the World Cup. I'm, I'll, I'm give, thinking, I'll give him that. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking about the pedigree, okay, but I'm also thinking about the, ugh, that, like the lack of, just excitement. You mean offense? Yes. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Offensive prowess. <laughs> um, it's Jose Mourinho, right? Without all the, without <laughs> all the hardware. Um. The but, style's the same. It's 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 a lot of park the bus, man. Um, it wasn't working. It's and and he wasn't. So here's the thing. And he wasn't able to. I, I'm not. I'm not sure if he wasn't able to shift because of personnel reasons or if it's because of. But he chose the personnel. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Or or stubbornness, right? I, I kind but, of feel but, like that. But either or, he, he didn't. He wasn't able to make a shift. So I'm trying to be nice on Father's Day. 
Look, all I know. And I'm trying to be. Um, I'm I'm trying to be. I can't I can't even do it. Yeah, I, mean, I, like, I can't even do it. Can you? I'm passing. I'm passing. I'm not. I'm not on this at all. All right. Okay. I love the honesty, Jack. I'm not on this you're, at all. You're like, the one that asked me. It's it's like having Lukaku. What did I say when Lukaku came back? Right. We know this. This is we we're already flirting with what we know. <sighs> yeah. I mean. Let me ask you a question. Does this get us to the next level in national in international football? No. Okay. Correct, then there's, then there's then because I was going to I was going to say correct me if I'm wrong, but like, isn't the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over and expecting and, a different result? Yeah. Correct. Uh, Jack, how do you feel about the smasher pass United States men national team well, hiring know, Greg Berhalter? I don't know too terribly much about soccer, but everybody is mad yeah. on the internet. Every and day. it seems like uh, U.S. soccer has been pretty mid my whole life, and it seems like mid you're mid with some with some spike moments. Like you weren't there for like the Landon Donovan stuff. That was that's, that, is that the was only crazy. That was like that American was soccer that was once that was once in a lifetime that you'll see like that that throw by Timmy the counter started by Timmy Howard and then right up the wing and then having yeah. like, like having land that's you'll just never see that before like I got goosebumps thinking about that man like yeah, Tim Howard and Landon Donovan, I was in Donovan are the I was, only American soccer players that a casual casual soccer who fan never heard of who was the, the connection piece was Bradley the connection piece the, I think so I mean he gets you know cuz he was in the mid he was rocking the mid I'm sure that he was the connection like Bradley or uh Timmy threw the outlet, and I think Bradley got it, and then sent it to Lando, and then Lando. Dun, 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 dun. All I hear is that music, <laughs> that Rudy music. It's just so triumphant. Okay, but yeah, that's that's beside. But yes, Jack, you are right. It's been mid your entire my entire life. I mean, the, the the hopes are high just because they have the young talent there. All the all the best players are playing in Europe, but there's just that outside feeling that. He's going to force MLS players in into the lineup. And I'm not saying that, you know, obviously MLS players can't play at the national team level because plenty of them do. It's just like, however, it just feels like it, it just feels kind of like there's like a quota that he's trying to meet somewhere that hasn't been discussed. I think the big question is like, what was the hiring process? How stringent was this hiring process? Like, who else did they discuss with? There's just so many questions. I'm not I'm not happy with the hire. Personally. I'm not Norma. Norma, I'm passing. All right, let me see what I got else to read here. Maybe like a oh, talking about soccer, and we we're talking about Messi and him being the goat. And you know, I can succeed that. I think Messi's pretty good, right? But uh, Smasher Pass spending almost a thousand dollars for a ticket to go watch Messi play live in MLS. Pass. Way too much. <laughs> I'm also, I, also, this is the job that I have. I don't exactly have a thousand dollars to go burn. Where's this? Where's this putting me on the in the stadium? Just to get you in, man. Oh, like I, I saw the resale on some of these tickets. Like pass. the day of, it went from like fifteen bucks I'll, to I'll a couple my, of hundred. I'll use my credentials. Pass. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you're gonna <laughs> use your credit card. And I was like, okay, credentials. It <laughs> no. is. That's right. I forget. We have other ways of getting in. Very <laughs> be enterprising. Re- be resourceful. Be resourceful. <laughs> That's true. That's how I would do it myself. That's you how just I can't cheer. You know what I mean. You just gotta. You, you have to write. <laughs> you have to report. Let me ask you real quick before yep, we get out journalism. of here. Smasher Pass Avatar 5 coming out in 2031. Is there a 3? He's making Avatar 5. They said that should uh, finish the whole franchise. Is there is there Avatar 3 yet? I don't think so. Just saying that that's when they're predicting it. Yeah, they pushed the whole schedule of Avatar sequels. I loved Avatar 1. I haven't seen Avatar 2. I've never Uh, seen any of them. The water stuff. Um, Dude, it's. Is it worth my time? Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah, Jack, worth my time. I don't think I've ever seen 
either Avatar movie. I'd see it. All right, hey, uh, go check it out. Go check out Avatar. Hey, don't uh, don't leave here. Check us out on the other side. Swagnoir, 104.9, every hour brought to you by Audio Visual Consultations.